Welcome everybody to the Kid Casper Podcast. I'm your gracious, beautiful, blessed, beloved, and black coast of the kid that they call Casper. The KID in Kid Casper stands for King of Development. I'm that menace with the melanin. Reject me as I am as long as he is still relevant. If this is your first time tuning in today, hello. I'm that goofy, quirky kid that they call Casper. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Christian raptivist. Yes, rapper slash activist. I love Jesus. I am super far from a pacifist. I need Jesus. Jesus does not need me. I want Jesus and Jesus wants me. That's why we're here today. Um, to the, <laughs> today, this evening, um, kings, queens, and monarchs, to my arrows and my weirdos out there, um, this is a brother that I'm quite fond of, you know what I'm saying? This is a brother, uh, a fellow lyricist, a fellow, a fellow um, blood-bought brother in Christ from another mother, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I said earlier there are black people in Nebraska, because apparently that's a myth to some people and everything like that. Um, I think that <laughs> he's over here smiling, so that's good news. Um, I think that this is um, not only a timely um, Quinonia session that we're able to share together, um, but it also happens to be around the same time that he has a new song coming out. So everybody, some of y'all might know this man as a graphic designer, as a lyricist. Um, there's some people that know him as a husband, an uncle in some sense. I think he's just a pretty dope dude. Um, everybody, we got Jay Crumb back in the building with us today. How you doing today, dog? What's going on, man? What's going on? My, uh, Nothing my much, man. Camera is looking ashy. Hold on, say. Not ashy. Oh, Not ashy looking back. cameras. <laughs> <laughs> all good. All good. How you doing today, dog? I'm all right, man. Just, just you know, just living. You know, putting out music angering people online um <laughs> <laughs> that's always good uh yeah man. essentially that's hello up. hello that's how is everybody so, doing <laughs> oh in this word i mean like when it's ashy is ashy you don't really have to question you, know, it. you just got to look at it and diagnose it you know what i'm saying sometimes it's, it's, you know ashy. this is what it is i got exactly you know, my camera was looking it's I, it's grainy that's really what it is it's grainy because the light is not super great where i'm at let me see if i can but and it's just my what you, it's just my macbook you know what i mean so why haven't you not, invested in like just you have a second phone i'm assuming just like most artists do why not just use like the back face camera and flip it i'm not i'm on a laptop i'm not on my phone could i do i probably should do this on my uh you i mean phone. you could but then what you could do is, I mean, we'll talk about this another time. Uh, the techs, yeah, yeah. the techies in us, we'll talk about this another time. This okay. won't be the last time yeah. you come through here. I mean, so I got, you know, I all... got the phone and I, I do got this. I don't know how, I'm trying to figure out how to pick, if I could pair this up somehow, then it'll be fire. Cause that's, this is the camera I use to shoot all my TikToks and everything. So, um, oh, you could have, we could have been talked about this. We'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah. after this. That won't be an issue. Right. That won't be an issue. Yeah, like, so wait, nobody came here for this. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool i mean like guess what? get over it this, this is my podcast right, right, right. doggone it shoot um so first off brother um i just wanted to you know i i thanked you privately but i just wanted to publicly thank you for you know once again coming in to share this space with me man um to not only like trust me with um sharing your thoughts and you know you could easily did this on your own platforms but to engage in a dialogue with a brother that i am i have a heavy of a liking to um mm -hmm. i just want to say thank you for you know at least trusting me to share this um sense of vulnerable um vulnerability with me brother um i Absolutely, think this is gonna be man. good i think this is gonna be fruitful i think this is gonna be fruitful. yeah so i think so too um so 
last time you were here, I think it was back in March, if I'm not mistaken, we were able to mm -hmm. kind of like allow you to like tell your story um, for at least like from, you know, the Vagabond album and everything like that, the singles you were dropping. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened since then. I mean, would you, yeah, would yeah. you say? Um, so say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my my good brother, my my beautiful black, my beautiful black blessed brother. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit what's been going on in the world of Jay Crumb on your side of the earth since the last time you were on the Kid Casper podcast? Oh man, um, I have been, you know, I've been trying to 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 get healthy, man. I think just mentally, I think. Um, and I, you know, that's something that's always a, a process, but I feel like, I feel like I've been dealing with, um, I've been dealing with a lot, you know, um, I, and this is, this is me, I guess getting like super vulnerable where we, we're like only, we're not even five minutes in, but, um, <laughs> I, uh, so last, so during the pandemic, so or I guess prior to the pandemic, I, tried uh plan i was i was training to you know plant a church and preparing to plant a church right the pandemic hit um and i wasn't able to like really you know, i mean how do you plant a church in the middle of a pandemic right um and then um so you're so i guess I'm, I'm dealing with that but then i'm in my processes of trying to plan a church and try to figure this thing out, I just came across um, a lot of, especially in Omaha, it's really bad here in Omaha as far as like um, how a lot of white evangelicals navigate this space of, and really, really in how they handled the pandemic, how they handled um, the things that were happening with George Floyd and and just with race relations and everything like that. And for me, it was it was increasingly more frustrated because I felt like, man, I could, uh, I, I had, here's me just trying to, I was planning this church and I wanted, you know, I was like, man, had, and, it, it, and I know like, I guess in my mind, it was like, man, had this had worked out and I had been able to plant this church, how much more of a voice could I have been and, you know, helped my community more instead of the lack of response or even um, a, uh, a response that a lot of the white churches in my city had that were like almost anti-Black Lives Matter, anti all of those things, right? And so it was this thing of like, man. And so I, I didn't realize how, how much I felt or how much that... I know it's not a failure, but how much I felt like a failure. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't acknowledge and didn't realize how much that had affected me. And so, um, kind of at the beginning of 2021, it hit me hard, right? Um, and so, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I've been, I've been working on trying to, um. I've been working on trying to get that back. You know what I mean? Of just and not just just like get that back, meaning like getting back the feeling of like or, or just the understanding that hey, this isn't your fault. 
Um, and there are things that you can do, if that makes sense. Um, on a lighter note, I put out a course for independent artists uh, since we last talked, um, yeah. which went really, you know, it's going really, really well. Um, teaching how to brand and how to market and everything like that. Um, and uh, I've dropped, I've dropped a number of singles, um, a lot of which have angered um, the whites. But um, <laughs> as I'm, <laughs> but as I'm popping, uh, yeah. But as I, you know, as I'm navigating these spaces, I, I feel like, I feel like the the awkward the uncomfortable conversations have to have have to be had right and so um i mean and you know talking to me i'm not i'm not the type of person that i'm just like um I, i'm always willing to have the conversation right i'm mm -hmm. always willing to 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 talk i'm always willing to you know uh dialogue you know and i, I just so i'm not this angry person right but I feel like uh, I feel like we got to have the conversation. I think for a long time we we ignore the conversation or we um, we say that it's not um, it's not needed or or we think like, hey, if we just preach Jesus, that this goes away. Um, and I'm like, no, nah, man, we we got to we got to handle this this head on. You know what I mean? And so. They are very, you know, some of the things that I've said and music that I put out, it, yeah, it's it's made some people uncomfortable, but it's a conversation that I think uh, we've ignored for too long. And so, um, you know, even if you don't want to have the conversation, uh, is at least going to be put if you're not going to be able to ignore, you know, if you're not going to be able to ignore it, you're, you at least heard that, hey, this is what's going on, if that makes sense. So, yeah, there's just a there's a list of things like I'm just kind of like thinking off the top of my head. Like you dropped a you dropped a uh, alternative EP that. Uh, oh yeah, I did that too. That yeah, it's still, been a lot. Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah, yeah. you you dropped an alternative EP. Uh, that course, you know, what I'm saying I didn't have the bread for it personally. Um, but no, I signed up for the wait. I signed up for the wait list. Um, I'm finding a way to. There we go. I'm actually linking it into the description just in case like this opens back up because I think that this would be something. That could yeah. benefit people that are looking to um, brand themselves and everything like that. So I just plug that into the comment section just in case yeah. the waiting list opens back up for that. But yeah, you had quite a bit going on. Um, it's um, I've been, you know, uh, without trying to smother you, because especially when it comes to like a lot of these new relationships that I've established over the Internet, I I am attentive from a distance because I know myself okay, okay. as an artist. I'm attentive as a, at a distance because I know that a lot of people um a lot of people, especially when it comes to as artists, it's very easy to it's very easy to be um, distrustful of people as far as like relationships goes, because you may mm -hmm. not know if somebody wants to hit you up and it's transactional, you know, if they are actually caring about your mental wellness and everything like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, you've been going through it, dog. Like I, every time I check Twitter, I'm, I'm every time I check Twitter, I'm like, who is making my brother bad? My God. Yeah. Like, and then, I, then my next question is, I'm like, is this man pooping regularly? Like, is he eating fiber? That's, I think that's important <laughs> when we're talking about wellness is we got to make sure that everybody is pooping regularly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we get some sh off our chest and out of our systems. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, um. That's kind of like I'm. That's kind of like the idea. I guess I've been. I've kind of picked up 
as far as like mm -hmm. i would say like the temperature goes um as far as messaging and how you are um articulating yourself online and everything like that yes the poop pooping is important i don't think anybody knows how pooping is really really that important i'm just saying wow. you know this but, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't you said this, this oh yeah yeah i'm i'm you know me brother i am unconventional <laughs> as it could get do you understand me um oh, <laughs> yes indeedy I'm, I'm, I'm all we all about the serious you know what i'm saying literal and figurative exactly <laughs> um but <laughs> but yeah um i think uh the one thing that you said earlier was you're kind of like in this place in your i would say like not only as a disciple of christ um in your in your blackness as a disciple of christ because some people think that those things are mutually exclusive for some odd reason um mm -hmm. that you're just like i'm just gonna be bold this is what I feel like needs to be talked about. I feel like this is the most important conversation that needs to be talked about right now. And if you have a problem with it, then obviously you have a problem with it. That has nothing to do with me um, and where I may fall on the end of eternity. But yeah, it's um, right. It, yeah. It's wild to say the least. No, for sure. I think, um, no, I would agree with that. I think we... I'm, I want to have the conversation, you know, and, you know, the internet kind of exists in its, in kind of a suspended, so, like, if you want to respond now, you can, if you don't, you know, get your thoughts together and figure it out, you know, um, and so, um, but I'm, I, yeah, I don't know, and, and it's not necessarily like I'm angry, and it may be, I don't know if it comes off like that, I think I'm, I'm, I am, I'm very to the point these days, right? Mm -hmm. um, I got about, you know, 280 characters to to get out what I got to say. You know? <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, so I, I some of it, some of it may may feel, um, some of it may feel like it's angry, but that's not my heart. That's not my, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I felt like maybe it'd be better for. To you know, be like, let me hit you up. Let's let's talk, you know, because it might be better to, so people can hear my heart a little bit more, and 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 know that hey, this isn't about um, me just uh, being angry at white people and me deciding to just talk about how how horrible the church is and everything like that. It's 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 really I really just want to see freedom, right? I really mm. just want to see. Uh, people to i really want people to meet the real jesus you know um and so uh that starts with destroying the things that jesus isn't it starts with tearing down the 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 things that have been um blocking people from seeing who he truly is you know what i mean and so um for a long time that's what we see right for a long time that that's what's been there's there's just been this ugly awkward uh horrible thing just sitting there in the way and people just not wanting to address it right because they don't want to be uncomfortable um but we got to you know I, I, at least for me and per personally and the people that I encounter and the people that I see, I want them to meet the real true Jesus. And I want to destroy the lies of that, you know, 
are are touted about him, you know. Um, so yeah. That's um it's funny because I'm in this um I'm in this journey myself where and you and me talked about this offline a couple of times where we're like and I I you matter of fact you saw me catching hell. Um I put up a, a tweet slash status about a month or so ago and I said it's funny I like I, I gained more peace leaving the church. Like I what what I say? I left I left the church but found Jesus. And a lot of people were like, "Oh hell no, you're yeah. you're operating in heresy." And this is that and the third. And I'm like, "No, I just I Jesus didn't need a building to be Jesus." And I right. think, especially over the pandemic, um, establishing a community and submitting and submitting and being able to learn under people that can be older and younger than me. Um, and submitting myself in a sense that we are able to apply the exegy in everyday life. I feel like that's what Jesus really intended. He didn't intend this like fortune 500 version of what it's like to be in discipleship. It's actually living life with one another. I just didn't need pastor so-and-so of X and O amount of um, social media followers. And I didn't need to belong to an address to belong to Jesus. And I think a lot of people are fighting that um, system. That's hard for them to deconstruct. And then not even that. Um, I said this the other day. I said, it's really bad when you can't tell the difference between churches and plantations nowadays, because a lot of people worship the pastors, but don't worship the Jesus that the pastor themselves are supposed to submit to. And that, it, uh, like I said, it pulls baby hairs. You know what I'm saying? But that's okay, because Jesus was sent here to disrupt. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know me. I'm unconventional. Um, Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. was sent here to disrupt religion, not make me submit to another system that he himself was sent here to deconstruct himself. Um, right, right. It's just wild. It's just nutty, man. Mm -mm -mm. That's good. But yeah, it's a, it, it's but it's a it's important. He said his face. Now he knows what it is. <laughs> I just said he, he knows what it is. Um, but yeah, man, it's um, that's what that's what I where I'm at. Not only in my faith, but in my blackness as well, because I don't believe it's mutually exclusive. I believe that I could be, um a fruitful black man in the society by tapping into the faith that liberated me, which also lets me know, um, I know what bondage feels like because I didn't have Jesus. And I know what liberation and freedom feels like because now I have Jesus. So the last thing I'm going to do is submit and bow down to a man-made construct one. And I'm not going to submit and bow down to a man-made ideology that is not fulfilling and sustaining, obviously. Because y'all get mad and y'all storm the Capitol. We get mad and we fall on our knees. So I just, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. So I think mm -hmm. that this is going to be, I think that this is going to be not only a good conversation that is going to challenge people, but a necessary yeah. conversation because I don't think people are accustomed to not only just disciples talking like this, but black men talking like this because this is, this is, this, this could, be dignifying in some sense. So right. we're just going to have to get into it. So whatever you feel like getting into, that's fine. I take responsibility for every word I say. I just ask you to do yeah. the same. But that no, won't I'm fine. That's I'm not going to be an it. issue. Yeah. Oh, no, man. So the main thing that I, I know you wanted to get into today, um, and I kind of want to get an idea of how this came to be, but 
you have a new song coming out i think wednesday if i'm not mistaken today's the yeah. what 13th correct yep, yep. today's yep. the 13th it, it comes out yeah it comes out the 15th um mm -hmm. and the song title is called clarity first off i listened to it i listened to it a lot and just kept replaying it and it kind of pumped me up a little bit i even started i pulled i dusted off the bow flexes for you my guy i was over here putting okay, wings on okay. the bird chest i was putting wings Let's on the go. bird for you with that song you know what i'm saying um but talk to me a little bit about what made you want to write this song uh where were you at what season were you in your life where this song came about um so yeah, so I think I think this this had a this had originated right around um when did I start writing this? This was maybe a little bit after our talk uh that we had, uh, the first the first interview that we had, uh, maybe a little after. Um but it, you know, it was a space of like seeing um how much um as I start, as I started kind of um, deconstructing and decolonizing my faith, I began to see how much um, white supremacy had invaded even my Christianity, right? Even my view of how I saw myself, um, of almost feeling bad or made to feel bad for finding uh confidence and pride in like who I am <laughs> as a black man um the uh the attacks of any of me speaking on anything of 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 blackness I think um during I, I was in this thing uh I, I was part of this um talk with Rapzilla during the pandemic, right? And they they started this thing called Community and Chaos. And uh, I started speaking on um, how uh, I felt like Christian rap fans um, have a really hard time having empathy for Black people, and is it, which is the craziest thing in the world because you guys are fans of something that was created by black people <laughs> you know what i mean and so um so having that uh so i had i had made that statement then right but then rapzilla several months later almost a year later puts another statement out or puts an article out with the heads with the title i don't know why they waited so long but they put the title out saying Jay Crumb says Christian hip hop's fans don't care about social justice, right? Um, they set me up, right? But what I noticed, the responses uh, from that article, uh, especially on Facebook, were nuts. It was like people saying, like, um, stereos don't social justice, and um, we should, we. we I'm tired of this social gospel and what about black on black crime and all this type of stuff, man. And so just seeing how much white supremacy, how much of a lack of empathy, how much of all of that is within the black church. And so, and then not even that, I began to unpack um, my own experiences some more of when I was going to white evangelical churches 
And so like uh, seeing um, like they were, I went to one and they were like, um, I have a video up on my YouTube um, where I really unpack my experiences with this white, this one particular white evangelical church I was a part of, which really in its, um, in its, really in its like, what's the word I'm looking Take for? your time, brother. Uh, we get, yeah, we yeah, got yeah. all night, brother. You know, these podcasts yeah, yeah, yeah. get real Pentecostal right, right. here. Take your time. <laughs> so, so with, so with this, so with this, um, with this church, um, uh, I really realized that, okay, this is more like a cult, right? Like you start going through that bite model. You're like, oh, this is exactly, <laughs> this is a cult. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, uh, so you find out that like, damn, like I'm, I'm part of this thing. And like, there were literal attacks on my blackness while I was there. Literal, like it wasn't even like math. It, there was no like microaggressions. There was like aggressions, like Yo, crumb, stop being so black. Like literally that being said to me, I started unpacking these things. I, I had suppressed a lot of this stuff, bro. I had some, I had some uh uh I had suppressed a lot of it. It starts, you know, I start remembering all this stuff. Like, like broke that in me, right? Um, and then even realizing that um even when you 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 have you come to churches and they and they tout diversity, right? A lot of times, most times. It's not diversity, right? It's it is hey, blackie, you need to when you come to us, right? You need to basically do what we do, but with a black face. So when you yeah, we're gonna put you on our worship team, but you gonna sing Hillsong, right? Yeah, you can preach, but no, you're not gonna preach like you know, uh how you came up, right? You gonna preach like uh you better sound like Brian Houston, you better sound like uh uh you know, you 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 better preach like John Piper, you better preach like this. So much to the point where like they they look at blackness, right, and, and even black church culture as it as if it was primitive, as if it was not as polished, as if it was less intellectual. You see how these, uh, these, uh, especially in reform circles, you see how they speak about white, uh, not white people, I'm sorry. You see how they speak about black, black pastors, black culture, black communities. You see how they talk about it. Like we're primitive, like we, we're less than, like, we, like we're, we're, we're um, just lawless, um, unintelligent um, fornicators and adulterers and, and all of that, drug addicts. Um, they, they look at us like that. They speak about us like crazy. It's all right. Sorry. My wife is bringing me some food. <laughs> it's all right. I appreciate you. How dare she be a full-time wife? How dare she take care of her husband? Even though we supposed to all do that. <laughs> all good. But yeah. Yeah. So they, so, so, but they, um, there are so many things that are shown as like, yo, this is like how black is inferior. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, all the way to the point of y'all made Jesus white. Y'all made Jesus and you made Jesus white for a reason. It wasn't just a, a like because because everything because everything that 
uh, everything that you look at, right? Everything that you look at, if you look at where he was from, if you, there's nothing in the scriptures that would tell you that Jesus was white. You made him white because why? Because that helps reinforce your view of white being superior, right? Mm -hmm. Because if Jesus looks like me and you 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 feel like oh you're in trouble right because everything all the entitlement all of that it now goes away now you don't you don't now now your 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 feeling of you being able to tell me how i need to do something and 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 your view of feeling like man the way i do things is better and i need to help these poor black people it now goes away because the person you worship no longer looks like you and thinks like you and has the same customs as you. I went to a church where them niggas was tell, doing, giving the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, what is that? Where does that come from? Like, what, how does that happen? You know what I mean? And so, um, um, and 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 so, and, and American Christianity, right? American Christianity, in its origin, was designed and created to help uh, help enslaved people know their place. Yeah, it's um. That's why I make it very clear. When I um I talk to people, I'm like I tell people the gospel was not found in a Vatican. It's African. Don't get it twisted. Um, mm -hmm. what we have contributed to the worldwide crusade of what it is to be a disciple. I don't really fight for the term Christian too too much, but to be and to be in discipleship, um, what we have contributed to the masses. You know what I'm saying? The masses. Um. It cannot be caught in your cute little textbooks. So I don't. Right. I really don't spend too much time um, arguing with people, especially when they got a Jesus on their wall that looks like Obi Wan Kenobi. I really don't got mm -hmm. time for it. Like that's just, right. that's just me. And not even that. I mean, you said you alluded to it earlier, but trying to push a white Jesus on me in itself is an act of aggression. That is, you mm -hmm. are literally trying to tell me, hey, your Lord and Savior looks like this. Yeah. Your Lord and Savior looks like this. He can never look like you because why would your Lord and Savior look like it came from what you came from? Right. What is that? What is that? It's just wild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So that's that's what that's what made me. That's so that's the space that as I'm unpacking all of these things, that's the space that I'm in as I'm writing. So clarity comes out of that space. Um, same monsters when I wrote my alternative project that it that came out of that space. Uh, no more that came out of that space, you know. Um, so uh, you know, all of these, all of these songs, and, and, and trust and believe there's way more, but out of that space, that's where that's where all of these songs start coming because you know, that's that's my voice, that's where that's how I that's how I communicate, you know. Um, these things and so um so yeah so that's where a lot of this music uh you know clarity and and, and a lot more that you're going to be hearing uh it came out of that so 
one thing that um so i will i kind of want to pick the song a little bit apart um which i thought was interesting um yeah was <clears throat> this one bar specifically you got you, um, i'm just, sorry i just want to say real quick you're this this whole community you got is super dope like oh appreciate that I, man yeah they, they, I, I love i love all these people these are great yeah yeah, I mean, it ain't really that much, but it's a it. As God says, I trusted you with the ten. Here's a hundred. I love my little hundred. I got you. Know what I'm saying because no, that's um, amazing. No, that's amazing. Yeah, I the, love you guys. Man. This is awesome. Yeah, this is um, this is uh, this is this is family. This is the black sheep family that I've been able to establish um since I've gotten into season two. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I wanted to kind of pick apart this song because I think like. The one thing I heard when I heard it heard it at first, it definitely was the tone. Like your voice yeah. sounded differently. Like there was a sense of yeah, I don't know how to describe it. And without trying to make you cry or anything, my brother, there was a there was a different type of oil on your voice when I heard this track. Uh mm -hmm. you want to tell me a little bit about where like I you talked about like things that were surrounding you around the time, but what like where were you when I say like where were you? Where were you mentally and spiritually when you were just a pen to paper attacking the song essentially? Mm -hmm. Um, I I I was just grieved. Um, I think that's the that's the best word I could use for it. I was really I was just really grieved in that uh, in that moment, and it was. Um, but not grieved to the point of like, I'm hopeless. It was a, like, I am, I'm grieved by this, but I, I, we need to tear this down. Like it, this has to go. Um, it, this has to go for people to really see freedom to really, for, for, for people to really, you know, get like I said, get free. Like this has to happen. This has to get torn down. And so that's what, that's the, that's the, really the heart. That was the place that I was in. It was just like me writing and just tearing down, um, tearing down things. Right. So like, um, it was, you know, me seeing a lie and doing what I can to tear it down on this bar and see feeling a lie and seeing a lie and doing what I can to tear this down. And, and so, yeah, um, that's where, so that's where that song came from. And that's where, that's the heart that was coming behind it was, you know, taking, taking all those things and doing whatever I could to, you know, destroy them. Do you feel like for yourself that there was a piece of you that was dying to the song? Meaning like there was a piece mm -hmm. of you, you felt like that you had to, as, as, as when I say this, like we have to die daily to ourselves, Galatians yeah. 2.20. Do you feel like that there was a piece of you in when you speak of liberation and everything like that, there was a piece of you that you almost had to sacrifice to even get this song out, but you knew you couldn't yeah. pick that back it, up? It, it was to, It was the... Uh, it's the um it, it was like this thing of like okay i can't go back it was like this is a there's like this is the point of no return almost with this song for me um personally it's like all right 
once we rip this Band-Aid off, right, um, there's no going back. Um, once we rip this Band-Aid off, it's, I, I can't take none of this back. So I may as well go all out. You know what I mean? Um, and and so, yeah, there was a part of me that it, I think there was this um, there was this timidness in a way that died in me. Um, it was a fear in me that died with this. Um, it was uncertainty in me that died with this. Um, uh, it, it, I kind of explore some of that in the first first few bars of the song, you know. Um, you know, lately I've been questioning all my traditions. Like, is my mindset just a byproduct of my religion? If I continue in my left without a pot to piss in, my politics ain't lining up. That's where I found the distance. And so, like, it, it's this it's this thing of like, man, there might have been some things I've been uh, wrong about, right? And as I'm as I'm deconstructing and as I'm decolonizing my faith. Um, I'm, I'm just seeing the things that I participate, some of the things I participated in and some of the things that I, you know, uh, you know, cause I, like I said, I was part of a white evangelical church for like eight years, bro. Like that. So like shedding, shedding a lot of those things off of me was a lot of work and it was a lot of, a lot of, it was really uncomfortable. Um, and so, um, so yeah, but yeah, that's, those are the things that happen with me personally. It's, um, something that I really related to. Um, I don't know if you've seen this video. It talks about why I left my old church. Um, yeah, I had to, I had to recognize that my identity was tied to a building at one point. My identity was tied to this idea that people have propagated in their mind. Um, and they wanted to absolve me of what God really wanted me to be. That's dying to my blackness. That's dying to my uniqueness and all those ways that God has created me to be. Um, but how painful that was. Um, routinely, yeah. just like when you said, am I, a, is my, um, when you said that you, are you a byproduct to said religion? It's the, are you being morphed by whiteness? I felt like that's a lot of things that we at we ask ourselves, especially as black men. Am I being is my religion morphed by whiteness or is it morphed by Jesus? You know what I'm saying? I think that that's a question that though you did not say it, that that's what I heard was: Am I being morphed by whiteness yeah. and not by the very thing that's supposed to give me liberation? Sheesh. Yeah, I think I think um, I was. I was morphed by um not so much uh white whiteness but white evangelicalism which is I'll just be bold which is an entirely different religion than what Christianity is. Um <laughs> so uh that had that include you know this whatever whatever this thing has become it's not it's not what uh, the scriptures and it's not what God had intended. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, the best, the, the best part where I was like, I wonder what direction he's going to take this. 
Yeah. Your white Jesus ain't no friend of me. I said, say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like, say that one more again. <laughs> I was like, oh, he came, he came with it, with it. Like, and, but, and I think, I think that we need to be able to say that and not feel bad about it. It's like, mm -hmm. yo, no, I'm not like, this is the same thing y'all try to push on us 400 years ago and you're still yeah. actively doing it. Like, right. And, I it, it's funny how you said you followed it up with um when you said I know a lot of passes that are gonna be triggered by this. Yeah, but like, I said uh I said, how does it feel to know his skin was probably black as mine? I know some passes that be triggered if they heard that line. Mm -hmm. Uh and then I took it and I said, um I said uh like why you make it black and white. Well, I experienced the blackest nights within the walls of your creation, been fighting to find the light. So it's this thing of like, because especially because it's always why you make it black and white whenever you talk about the race of Jesus, right? Like now, now all of a sudden, whoa, why are we talking about race? Why does it matter what color he was? Y'all have been forcing this picture of white Jesus for our entire lives. Since the, since the origin of this country, you've been saying, you've been showing us that Jesus is white. Black people have been shown over and over, have been conditioned to believe that white Jesus is God for us. You hear what I'm saying? Like, so you don't even understand, do you even understand how, what, what, what that does to us, how that affects our mind? How how that how that's conditioned us that you guys you got you literally changed the color of someone to fit to make it comfortable for you, right? And and then when we speak about it, all of a sudden it's we shouldn't worry about the race of Jesus. Why do you make it this way? That no, it it is absolutely important. It's absolutely important because uh, I think your whole worldview changes when you realize that the God that you worship looks nothing like you. I think your entitlement changes when you realize that you worship a dark-skinned God. So, yeah, I. <laughs> and so yeah, so I'm dismantling that. And you know what's funny that you said that, um, because I don't think people realize how damaging that could really be. And it's funny because um, it's been a it's been about a it's been a year since he's actually passed away. But Chadwick Boseman, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize. If you followed his career, if you only know Chadwick Boseman for the Black Panther, you really miss out on that man's testimony and what he meant to Black culture. This man, you know, he would not take certain roles that were stereotypical to white people's version of Blackness, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And to see him play certain roles and play certain historical figures, they're good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. I don't think people realize how dignifying that is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he halted his own career 
just so he wouldn't have to assimilate to what white whiteness's version of blackness is. So when we take that to our faith for a second, when you tell me the very thing that's supposed to give me salvation and liberation actually puts me in more bondage and trepidation, it's a it, it's demonic. Like I can't really no. sugarcoat it other than it is strictly demonic for you to one make the image of God to your liking. You know what I'm right. saying? One, and then two, you use it to fit and affirm your biases to basically keep us in submission. That like exactly that is a whole. That's a that's why when I tell people this euro this eurocentric um this eurocentric mind state and um ideology that y'all are playing in you have to be a willing participant in it to actually have the upper hand on it because a lot of people that fold to it that don't even realize they're folding to it are actually at a disadvantage black or white you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. sorry my screen went my screen went black like instagram in 2020 my bad um but <laughs> but i think that that's super important when we talk about this because it's something so simple to them to die to, but uh -oh. it's something that's super important oh, for us that they don't even realize, as God says it all the time in the scripture, if we can't even trust you with the little things, why the hell would we give you the big things? We can't right. even trust you. We can't even trust you with our minds. I'm not going to trust mm -hmm. you with my with my body. I'm not going to trust you with my wallet that's going in your tithes because black tithes matter, so black lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, all these things y'all y'all build this wedge of distrust and then you continue to widen the gap um it and then what ends up happening is we end up getting a lecrae we end up getting a jay crumb but if we want to step away from the faith for a second we get people that turn away from the name of jesus because right. y'all have represented the name of jesus so poorly willingly willingly yeah. represented the the name of jesus so poor um piss pouringly and then yeah. think anybody wants to take you seriously when your public witness looks like trash like mm -hmm. y'all made it this way we're just going off of what y'all are essentially advertising to us we don't want to buy into that product hell no right yeah 100 percent, bro wow no no we don't that's uh yeah i don't think i could say it any better than that that's that's really dope i think I think when we look at how many people this thing is pushed away, you know what I mean? Like even like, bro, I'm just being vulnerable, vulnerable. Like I, I had to get therapy because literally <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Literally me like scrolling Instagram and seeing pictures of like white people worshiping was pissing me off. <laughs> Oh, we spoke on that. Uh, so two things I'm gonna say to that. One, I don't really care much <laughs> for the word. I don't really care much for the word crazy. Um, uh -huh. I have bipolar two disorder, so right, I'm right, like, all, right. with, all good, all good. So I'm like Dave Chappelle when it comes to that word. Uh -huh. I don't like to call situations crazy. I think the right, environment no, itself makes people sick. So you're good. Uh -huh. But what you are yeah. speaking of is 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 doubling down with like what D Dave Chappelle talked about. The environment of white evangelicalism was driving you nuts. So right. then what the result was, <laughs> and we talked about this last time, we're yeah. just like, oh, white people smiling. I hate that. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I hate it. And, 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 that, and I know that's not, I know that's not like, 
healthy, right? I can't just like absolutely. See, and let's be clear, know, we don't so, hate white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we don't hate white. We are our so, our, our sister's had, boyfriend is yeah, white. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're good. We're okay, good. good, good. <laughs> yeah, so so but but so it's a thing of like, but it's been a thing of like because this thing has been uh it's damaged so much, right? And and it's hurt us so much to where like the trauma that's there. My pillow is white. <laughs> uh, the trauma that's there has made things. Um, it, it, that's that's what's pushed people away. Like, and 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 the and here's the thing because uh, I I put up so I put up the videos right, and I kept getting like private messages from people saying, "Hey, like it's cool that you're putting this message out." of the racist thing, the horrible things that happened with church. Yeah, definitely expose it. But maybe, maybe put like a video talking about the positive things that the church has done for you, right? Um, because they were getting nervous at seeing the responses of people saying, this is why I don't go to church anymore. They were getting nervous and they were getting distraught and they were, they were like, man, you're, they felt like you are discouraging, like me, by saying this, right, that you are you're the one who is discouraging people from wanting to go to church. Um, and I and my and my response to that is this: my my G, they already made their mind up. They are now communicating why, because. They found they they see that okay, this is somebody who may be in it, but I identify with what they're saying. I have felt this, I have seen this, I have went through this. This this isn't me encouraging someone to not go to church anymore. I'm not the I'm not the one who's making people not want to go anymore. You, sir, who is messaging me about hey, maybe say the good things about the church. You probably are the reason why they don't want to go to church anymore, right? Because, uh, like I said, their mind was had already been made up. The trauma, the experiences, the uh, uh, the literal attacks on their blackness, the um, the white superiority and black inferiority that's com continue to be communicated. Uh, maybe not uh, messages, but. Um, definitely in microaggressions, definitely in symbols, definitely in um, expressions, definitely force, right? That whiteness is good, blackness, darkness is good. All of these things continue to affect the person's mind, right? And so, um, and so, uh, so saying, so basically, yo, no, I'm going to be saying I'm saying this for a reason. And so, um, yeah, it's like you're not allowed to question things. Right. But here's the thing like that, that trying to do that is like um, what we call that. That's that's part of the bite model. Right. Where it's behavior control, where it's thought control, you know, where it's like all of those things where it was like we, we try to keep people from like using critical thinking. Like, no, nah, fam. You guys are wrong <laughs> and have been wrong for a very, very long time. And uh, we can't keep thinking that the good things are going to make up for the bullshit we keep putting people through.
You know what I mean? You know Sorry what it for is? the cussing, man. I was. Oh no, no, no! You good, dog? <laughs> look, man, right. look. All right, cool, cool, look cool. here. Look, look. You all right, bro? First time we met. All right, you, cool, I remember cool. you asked you like you were like, hey, you were like, hey, am I allowed to say nigga on here? I was like, nigga, yeah, yeah, I say yeah, nigga yeah. on yeah. here. This is no, my yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you good, bro? Good. You good, bro? No, you good. Um, but I, right, I, I think right. that's one thing that you spoke on. And um, comrade over here spoke on a little bit. It's the way you're not allowed to question things. Um, even though we're supposed to have a childlike faith, children ask questions all the dog on time, even all when things are time. good. They be like, they be like, you say if you have kids or nieces or nephews, hey, why are you so nice to me? Why am I getting this? It could be everything could be good and dandy, and they like they question things. And I remember there was this quote by um, I don't know if you know who Dr. Christina Edmondson is. Um, she works alongside with like the Jew three project and everything like that. Okay. Um, one of these quotes that I live my life by, especially when I was hitting the streets is, um, any ideology organization, religion, or institution that requires you to love and obey without any room for legitimate critique is a cult. So when we're discussing white evangelicalism, when we are discussing, white supremacy in be, sewn into the fabric into the, our institutions and they are yet to and I'll, i'm about to drop some bombs in here they have yet to claim their bastardized child which is racism in this country don't act don't sit here and get mad because we just point fingers like no somebody's kid is over here pissing all over pissing and Pissing and crapping all yeah. over the name of Jesus. I'm trying my public uh -huh. witness. I'm sorry. Yeah, There's somebody somebody in here is going to get mad. That's fine. But we have somebody's kid in here pissing, throwing up, and defecating on the name of Jesus. And the person that is responsible for this child needs to claim it and rectify that behavior. That is white evangelicalism. That is white supremacy. That is the ways of this country. So when people tell me, that's not our. That's not us. That's not how we carry ourselves, nigga. What are you talking us, about? Right? It's a, it's a, yeah. It, 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 not all men. You know what I'm saying? It not it, no. It this is this is us. This when we talk about the bigotry. When we talk about when we talk about the the just the the hate that has been disdained and saturated into our Jesus, as in the American Jesus. That is us, and we right. need to just claim it instead of just trying to. <laughs> leave the cut leave the leave the group chat with jesus ass which one are you one of y'all gonna betray me instead of fleeing like a like a little like a piss in the pants coward you need to nut up and and realize hey i effed up right how could i fix it because mm -hmm. it wasn't the act itself it wasn't the act itself that joe that drove judas to kill himself but it was the fear and the condemnation that they think that is there for them when they keep making these mistakes the issue is though we don't want your apology we want your responsibility at this point that's all yes. i'm asking for just take yes. responsibility i don't want your damn apologies that's not going to yeah. make the wound on my arm feel heal faster i need to know are you going to own up to this you know what i'm Come saying on, man <laughs> here bro i'll tell you because everything listen even as i was exposing uh these stories right that was keeping them anonymous right uh, just about all except for one reached out to me to apologize. Right? Listen, man. Um, that's not what I need right now. Are you gonna take it? Are you gonna take accountability? Right? Are you are you are you willing to take ownership? Right? 
Or are you reaching out to me so you to pray to God that I don't drop your name? You know what I mean? Um, because that's what this feels like. Because you haven't spoken to me in eight years, right? So it's this thing of like you don't. Uh, it, it's it it's this thing of like. Um, um, if you if you're not willing to do the work to fix it, right? If you're not willing to do the work to change, if you're not willing to do the work to um to make progress, then like uh, like I, I we don't we don't need that. You know what I mean? If that makes like it's not it's not enough it's it's not even enough to say hey yeah. Um, the church has racist history. It's not enough to just acknowledge it. Come on. We got to do the work, right? Not we. You need to do the work. What it is, you know what I mean? and I, like, I always say this. I always say this. It's the the offense was this loud, but yeah. your apology is this quiet. This this quiet. I like. I I need I need your I need your apology to match the same energy as the offense was. Exactly. Like so. That's it. That is exactly what it was. So when, when the person who did blackface, right? When the person who does blackface in front of 150 youth, right? Says to me in a private IG message, hey man, I'm Ooh. sorry. No! <laughs> <laughs> I need your apology, right? It needs to be just as loud, right? Mm. It needs to be just as loud, and so I, I it's a, it's this thing of like, um, you 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 have you have caused years and years, like centuries, really, of just uh, there's been centuries of of pain and hurt and trauma, and um, it's it's the bare minimum. I'm not saying that we're you know we're it's it's we're gonna heal everything and everything's gonna be fixed, but. The 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 comparative effort to uh, of man, how much damage you've caused to your effort of man, this is what I'm doing to fix it is minuscule in comparison, right? Um, and so, like, we gotta like, I, I don't know, man. I just I'm I'm sick of 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 quiet, timid uh, apologies and half-hearted efforts. Um, I'm tired of panels. I'm tired of of um, guest speakers. I'm tired of, you know, uh, black squares and statuses and um, songs. And I'm tired of all of that. Like, I want to, like, are we really going to, to do this? Are we willing, are you, are you willing to denounce white Jesus, right? Are you willing to, to, um, <laughs> are you willing to do these things, right? Um, are you willing to be anti-racist? Are you willing to tell your grandma that, hey, it's not okay to say that? You know what I mean? Are you willing to uh, call your church out for um, their racist history, and their racist comments and and um are you willing like are you willing to do those things because if not um you can keep everything else
You know what I mean? I don't I don't want to hear anything else. I don't want to see it, anything else. Yeah, and then not even that. It's the I always tell people, and I, I did a I did so I did a podcast with my one of my mentors. I don't know if you know who uh Pastor Roy Dockery is by chance. Uh former mm-hmm. he says former. I don't think you retire as a rapper, even though I'm retired as a rapper. That's besides the point. Um, so he we did hey, this panel. People in the uh, people in the group chat. Uh we need to get this man back on the mic. We gotta figure this out. So hey yo, um, chill out, bro. Like I'll pressure him on my own damn pre- pressure, <laughs> pressure him. He needs to get something out. Oh more my music. gosh, more music. Hey yo, all right. I don't appreciate I don't I don't appreciate that. Yes, that was the spirit of co- that was the spirit no. of condemnation that just no. that just uh no. that just creeped into my he is own not pocket. retired. More music <laughs> on the way. Oh my goodness. Oh, you're gonna be eating food and disrespecting me in my uh, yeah. in my space. That's wow, terrible. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, but one of the things that um me and um Pastor Roy were discussing when we were it was the subject of like reparations and stuff like that. Um and one of the things we were discussing was when we were discussing reparations, I had a very hmm, controversial statement on this. I said, one, I don't believe this is a conversation that we need to even be having around white people. That's one. Secondly, I don't think white people should be able to weigh in on this. And when I said that, I'm Mr. Lee with love, mind you. I was like- you, you You can't tell white people they can't do something. I mean, I can. I don't care. Get, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm being. I'm being sarcastic. You know what I mean. But it's like that's the that's the worst thing you can do is tell them they can't do something. It's like, what do you mean? Anyone should be. If, if I can't say it, no one should. You know. So you know. <laughs> but the reasons I said this though, I was like, let me ask y'all something that that got kids. I said, as a y'all that got kids, if one of your kids, I said, I asked Pastor Roy, I said, what if like said your son punch your daughter in the face and you find out about it right your son doesn't get to pick the punishment of like what he thinks he's like well mom and dad i think x and o and x and o that never works within parenthood so why the hell do when i think when we're talking about a system that we didn't build but y'all reap the benefits off of um y'all ascension to our descension do you think that you get to weigh in on how this is going to be dealt with? You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, I don't got time for that. Like I, I tell people that I'm like, look, you don't get to weigh in on this. I'm sorry. Like y'all been doing this wrong for years. I another um analogy I always use is, is men have been doing misogyny wrong for years. You know what I'm saying? Men have been doing misogyny wrong for years. Do you think any woman is going to sit there and try to listen to a man or better yet, a white man try to say, oh, uh, I don't think I'm doing this wrong. I think I would know if I was being misogynistic. I don't think white people know that inherent bias that they have when they themselves are being racist. It's like, you don't know. You are born in this. I had to reap the disadvantages of what you get to live your life by comfortably. I don't got, no, I'm not about to sit here and let you weigh in on how I'm supposed to feel about something that doesn't affect you the same way. So yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm like, mm-mm. Like I just said, give me some boots. I didn't ask I, you don't get to pick and choose what boots I get to put on. I just said, give me some boots. That's it. 
<laughs> not let's not call them yeast yetis. Not everybody is out here looking. Lord the, Jesus, like like <laughs> like that's a new. I've never heard it. I've never heard that one before. Yeast Yeti, you never heard yeah. of that one? Oh, I got, uh -uh. I got. A, I'll text you the list, but I'll text you the list when we get out of here because <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want you to get. <laughs> I don't want you to have an asthma attack while you're chewing your food. Um, <laughs> but um, and I think um, that kind of bleeds into the next subject that I th um, I think that it's important for us to talk about because it sounds like when we're on the subject of therapy, um. Dude, you were going through it. I mean, like, when we're saying, like, the effect that, like, whiteness in itself has on you in the form of white evangelicalism and everything like that, it was really starting to mess with you. Like, you stopped, it's, from what you said, you stopped, you started questioning if you were allowed to enjoy certain things, take pride in certain things in your blackness. You questioned even your own, um, even your own, it sounds like in a lot of ways you may have even questioned your own salvation. Is that fair to say? Um, maybe not my my own salvation. Um, they questioned my salvation. Um, I, so these y'all crazy with these comments. I might um, have to cut these comments off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But no, nah, I think, uh, I think, I think that, I think the, it was more of the pain of, oh, because I, like, I remember, like, I was told, like, you know, celebrating Kwanzaa was evil. Like, <laughs> like, bro, you can't, I don't think you can speak on that, bro. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> So, but you know, you know, it's like stuff like that. So I think, um, I think with that, um, so not necessarily questioning my, my salvation, but you know, there was, there were a lot of things that I was like, um, I was told, like, I remember, um, when I put out rumble and I had put up a, you know, I had like a graphic with a, with a fist and people were calling me Marxist. Right. And like, so that, yeah, man, it was just a lot of like just a lot of just BS that was going on. Um, and really me just in that moment, trying to kind of taking stock of everything. And, and so, um, and I'll be honest, bro. It was, a, it was a lot for like, even if at least it felt like it was a lot for like my, even my therapist to, to, to grasp. Um, if I remember you saying this last time, your your therapist is white, correct? If I remember He's, you telling me this, like, yeah, yeah. So I ended up like getting a like finding trying to find a new therapist because <laughs> he was like, <laughs> yeah, because he just was like, uh, man, this is. It, it was so here. Here's why I knew it. Like, I, I here's why I knew he we were out. He was out of his depth, right? So I'm like telling him all this stuff, and he's he's just sitting there and he he's sitting in his chair. And as I'm like telling him some of my experiences and stuff, under his breath, or he, well, I think he thought he was saying under his breath, or he thought he was thinking it. And he's sitting there, he's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it's like sitting like during the, during the, during one of the sessions, he said it out loud, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> he doesn't. He's out of his element right now. Like he, 
Oh has, my god. He has no idea. He has no idea. He has no idea how to what to do about this. So um and it wasn't like he was like um he was it wasn't like he wasn't supportive. It wasn't like any of that. It was just something it was just literally like I don't know what to do here. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had to oh, but the reason I was asking is um, I don't think – so for me um, – so my therapist is a blue-eyed white woman, you know what I'm saying, from the suburbs. Um, we get along just fine, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything is cool with that. Um, she actually, before meeting me, she took um, African-American studies um, to understand what – like to understand how microaggressions work and the psychological and cellular like effects microaggressions have on – um Americans of African, you know, Americans of African descent and everything like that. So she's put in the work. But it's kind of funny, even as you said that, how important is it to have because I believe all black people should have therapy. I think that needs to be a part of reparations. Every person, especially people of color, but more specifically black people in this country, we should have three free therapy. That's one. Second, how important is it to have somebody who is your soundboard to understand your plight? as a black man in this country, how important is that to have as far as a soundboard goes, especially when we're talking about somebody that's helping you nurture your blackness, which bleeds into your mental health. How important is that? Yeah, it's, it's extremely, it's extremely important because, um, like you, you gotta know the, the context. You gotta, you gotta understand the intricacies. You gotta understand the, the collective trauma. Right. You got to understand um, you got to understand all of that. And so I think I think um, for a person who is like your soundboard, as you say, like you got to have um, that knowledge of in, 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 the, in the background, in the context of what is it? What what is it like for a black person in America? You know, um, and so that's that's extremely important. Um, so we need we need more black th- like that was that was my struggle. Um, that was my struggle as a person in Omaha, Nebraska, was finding you know black therapists, you know, um, because like that's just they're just not out there, you know. Uh, I ended up finding one, but um, and uh, you know she's great and everything, but uh, it, it took a long time. But yeah, you said that took a lot. Because oh, you ahead. know, yeah, because because like once I was um, because even with the with with the you know the other guy, he, and he was great. Like I like I said, I don't I, I don't I don't have like bad things to say about him really. But his like suggestion was like, um, his suggestion was like, yo, maybe uh, maybe we should try some other religions out. <laughs> you know, um. And, and I think he, I think he meant well, right? But it was this thing of like, yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He was just like, this doesn't, this he, this doesn't sound like a, a good place, you know what I mean? And um, and, and I don't think, I don't think it was this thing of like him not under, I guess maybe not understanding like, um, that this isn't, it's the people, not, not, and and it. 
and their their misrepresentation of who Jesus really is, not Jesus uh, that I'm want to walk away from. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah. So it was just tough, man, because it was his more response was just kind of like, oh, let's, let's just throw the whole thing away, man. Like <laughs> this this is a lot, you know. Um, so it kind of felt like he was giving up on the situation almost, or 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 encouraging me to give up on the on the situation, you know. So. It sounded like you were being too difficult for him, and so yeah. he suggested something that would be more convenient for you, opposed to something that you ultimately needed. And it wasn't to be pulled out of a situation, but somebody to help you pull through to navigate it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I need help navigating this, not avoiding it. You know, <clears throat> so yeah, and this you know this is a this is a you know it's a weird space, and I and I and I I also get that my situations are like my situations, especially with that you know dealing with that one particular church was extreme. You know, I went through, I like you know it was a it was a lot, man. It was it was it was very 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 toxic. Um. And, you know, even today, um, even today, like it still affects me, you know, I, I get triggered, I get triggered in like, um, in traditional like worship services, like if you turn that fog machine on and, and I worship, I'm leaving, like, <laughs> it's like it, it like it triggers me, bro. Uh, the lights hit in a certain way. Like, yo, I'm getting out of here. I can't. I can't deal with it. You know, um, somebody steps that's, up. With that's, skinny real, jeans that's real. That's real trauma. And, that's real yeah, trauma, somebody bro. Somebody steps up like, with skinny jeans and a, and a pair of Vans. You know, t- you know, talking about the tie. I'm like, I gotta get out of there. And so, like, it's a very. I have a very like bad trauma response to. Um, like your typical worship services, white and black, right? And um, because of I have a whole thing prior to going to this white evangelical church thing that happened that you know it's triggered me. So you know, through I'm I'm getting to the point of wanting to, I'm, not, I'm getting to the point of 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 being able to heal from that. But right now it's like, all right, small groups, that's my thing. You know what I mean? I can do that, but I'm. I've been so, um, cause like, I'm not forsaking the assembly, right? Because I'm meeting with what you, what you need, two, three people. All right, cool. Bet I can do that. So, uh, I can give you that. So, uh, but that's, yeah, it's a lot, man. I, 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 um, but I'm learning. I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to heal from all of that. So. And that's really real. Cause I, um, I just started going to, um, this new church uh i don't know if you heard of pastor stephen chandler by chance yes no um he's a black you, you know the a, more you so you tell you make me feel like i am like not christian for real. <laughs> i don't know that nigga i don't know i gotta ask questions because <laughs> uh, i don't know none of these niggas man yeah. <laughs> i was like dang man i don't I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, so, oh, anyway, so he's barely yeah. well known. I don't, you know me. I, <laughs> I, uh, I get, I, I let a lot of other things. I let a lot of things feed my spirit, my spirit, other than churchy things. But uh-huh. so I just started going to this church called Union in my state, and I remember talking to like my community about it. I was like, 
I'm safe, but I'm not allowing myself to feel safe just yet because of what I went through in my old church. Um, Cause like you, I've spent like eight years in my old church and even the assembly of disciples bothered me. And I mean, still does where I'm just like, I've literally said this to somebody. I said, you're a little too Christian for me. I don't know if I could rock with you right now. Uh-huh. Like, and 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 just like the weird thing about trauma is, and that's how dangerous it is when your trauma comes from something that's supposed to be peace instilling. Scripture should not make you feel scared. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That that that's why when you said like, and I get that you're you're laughing because it's a coping response. However, like the fact that you 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 are triggered by these very things that you are supposed to get peace out of it's set it's heartbreaking and i mm-hmm. i empathize with that because i'm there with you like yeah. being amongst being in the midst of other people as fellow disciples trying to fellowship i don't really like that word it's a dirty word to me but just existing in a space together i should not have to feel like I should be more scared about around you than I would around people of the world, essentially. But that's how trauma works. Um, churches, eh, uh, oh, we got we're 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 starting up groups this month. I'm like, uh, I'm good. I'm perfectly fine with you not knowing me. That's completely okay. Um, and I don't think people realize that church trauma is like an actual thing. Like it sounds mm-hmm. like as um as brother Sean said you know, removing you from a space where you deserve to be accepted and humanized in, it's very easy to, when something traumatic happens in a space like that, where you're just like, "Mm -mm, this can easily be, and because you had it happen to you, something that should be a sanctuary can be turned into an asylum so fast for you. So yeah, it's, it's not this, it's not unbelievable to think like that this trauma for you is valid. And it's the place that you're supposed to be able to be the most vulnerable. You know? So when you, um, when you're the most vulnerable and you're taken advantage of in that way, like it's, it's, it's tough for you to open up in that way in such a, in such a a big space, especially if it's full of people you don't know or trust. Right. And so like, for me, that's why I was like, okay, what, so it was me, it was me taking like, okay, what is church? Right. What did what does it mean to 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 have a to 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 come together and worship? What does that look like? Is it the building with the lights and the worship and all the things that I see that like I can recognize that triggers me? Right. Is that is that part church? Because if it's not. I don't, I'm not going to, I don't have to participate in it, right? Is it, can church look like, um, you know, maybe three to five people gathering at a house, opening up the word, each sharing a meal together. Can that be church? Because if it can, I can do that. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of where I'm at, where it's like, I can do that. You know what I mean? And so, since I can do that, now it's like now I don't have to I don't I don't necessarily have to um uh I can I can I can still gather, I can still grow, I can still do all those things while also dealing with my trauma in a healthy way, if that makes sense. 
No, it does. And yeah. also you need to move, you need to move at your own pace too. Because right. I think because it's bad enough. It, it's weird about when I say it's weird, trauma in itself is weird, but it's when you actually start pulling on a little bit, when you start like pulling on the thread, you realize how it's it can be sewn together. Um and how it stands up because it ties itself to a lot of things. So, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but for me, for instance, um, I would be willing to go to church again, but then something happens to people that look like us. Um, I would have started going to church again a lot while ago, but then um, the verdict for Derek Chauvin came out, um, Micaiah Bryant happened, um, more, and something that I wanted to kind of pick your brain about yeah, because I know this deeply, deeply affected you. But the murder of Adam Toledo, um, stuff like that happens, and it you're kind of like uh triggered. The place yeah. that I could go to that could possibly relieve me from this 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 feeling I'm feeling, I don't think I can run there for sanctuary just just yet because right now it does not feel safe. Um, Talk to me a little bit about, because I know you were shaken up about this. And like I said, I try to give people their space while they're in a state of grieving. Um, mm -hmm. But talk to me about, especially like with the work you do, talk to me a little bit about the death, the the murder and death um, of Adam Toledo. How that affected you? Because I know you were shaken up about that dog. Yeah, sure. yeah. Because I, I, I work with, you know, um, so I'm a community youth coach. So I work with kids on probation and, you know, gang, you know, I do gang interventions for kids in gangs and gangs and things like that. And so, like, when you do that type of work, you you tell you tell, you know, I, I work with a bunch of black and brown kids and, and um, you tell them. Hey, um, comply with the officer. You, you teach them all the things that you need to teach them so that you hope they don't um, because they're already, they are already at a higher risk just because them being black and brown. So you try to teach them everything you possibly can to make sure that they are, um, they can be safe. Right. So watch who you hang out with, watch how late you're out, you know, uh, comply with the police. Don't fight. You know, um, get it on video. Uh, all of those things, um, because you know they'll look for any reason. So then, when, uh, so then when you have somebody who literally did everything that the police officer asked them to do and still was shot and killed, it's like, you know. Uh, dang, like, what, how do you, how do I, um, how do I tell the, you know, how do I tell my kids that like, hey, if you do these things, you're going to be okay. Because that kid did everything I told, I would tell them to do. And it still happened. You know what I mean? And so it was tough because it was, that that was uh that's what that's what happened and and it was even more frustrating and 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 um hurtful because many of the people who were defending the killing of the kid were also american christians 
Yep. Um, and so even when I can say uh, the person that or the place you can go to have hope and, and everything like that, like, it, yo, this is full of people who hate you. You know what I mean? This this is that place that I would say, hey, man, let's go and let's worship this God. The people next to you think you're a thug, an animal, uh, 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 a gangster, um, regardless of how old you are, you know. Um, they were saying horrible things about their kid. He was 12. And they're like, he, he, you see his gang name and his Snapchat and you like y'all y'all really trying to justify, uh, you know, and villainize a twelve year old kid like Christians. Like you go to the bio, American flag, conservative Christian, and it's a picture of a rooster or some shit. Like it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not a yeah, bro, I'm telling you, bro. They, they, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. You know, they, you know, bots or whatever. But that's what it said. That's what that's what the that's what the joint said. You know. But um, um, I gotta do better, bro. I whenever I'm sad, I always crack jokes. I gotta get better at like just letting it be what it is. But um, <laughs> but yeah, bro. It's this thing of of of. I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's uh, it was tough, man, and and so it, it was just even more so seeing how um, there's just such a lack of empathy, how there's such a lack of of love, how there's just so much feeling of white superiority that's that, and, and it's and it's like it's it's like it's blind to them, like you like you you can't even. You can't even see or not even willing to see that how that response would make somebody who doesn't look like you feel um, or somebody who has a different lived experience in you. How does that feel? You know, um, so, yeah. And um, <clears throat> one thing I've had to do since the Derek Chauvin trial um, and for me personally, so Right after the Derek Chauvin trial, uh, I tried to hold an event in my city and I ended up having to postpone it um, because one of the workers, one of these guys I got real acquainted to since I've um, got into this space as far as um, hitting the streets with um, social justice, trying to liberate our people. I lost somebody I had become acquainted to. His name was, um, you go by Benny from Safe Streets, Baltimore. He ended up being killed in the very neighborhoods that he was trying to like help people when we talk about people that are like oh what about black or black crime what do y'all do about that it's like well first off proximity crime let's kill that real quick yeah. second like when you when you um and i don't know if you hit the streets my brother i don't not to say like i'm trying to like down yeah. you by any means but for me you know when for me when i hit the streets and i become acquainted and i build relationships and bonds with these people i'm shoulder to shoulder with in the trenches and then you see that the very winds and turbulences that they go through end up crippling and killing them. Um, it does something to you. You know what I'm saying? That's a different level of PTSD we're talking about. And so for me, 
I don't know if there's any, I don't know of any hashtags that's happening right now. I don't want, it sounds terrible to say this. I don't want to be plugged into what's happening right now because mm -hmm. it got to a place where I started looking for trauma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I started looking for these things that were happening. I'm trying not to get emotional. Um, I started looking for like these things. I started looking for bad things. I had to unfollow Sean King off of my social media. I couldn't. I just, yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't keep exposing myself to people that look like me being brutalized or just the least of these being treated anything less than a child of God and it being used as click porn essentially for people to drive up their algorithms and everything like that. Um, that should not become normal to me yeah. or anybody essentially. So I've had to unplug from a lot of these things and I'm trying to find a place where I can not feel guilty about it. Um, it's very weird because that's what people know me for. They know me as the rapper slash activist, even though I'm retired as a rapper and I'm kind of mm -hmm. on the bench as far as an activist. Um, and it, it, it's hard. It, it's hard for two reasons. One, you, you don't want to feel bad for wanting to not be in the fight in certain fields. Like you can attend your, you can um, be attentive in different areas and spaces. But I don't think that talk that's talked about enough as far as like the actual toll this happens, this this happens to play a part into. And then when just like you, brother, when you got people that proclaim the same Jesus you proclaim, and they are like almost leading the charge of vilifying, demonizing, and dehumanizing the very people we are trying to liberate and instill hope into. Um question for you. What makes you keep going? Like, what makes you want to keep being who God calls you to be in this space, in these different spaces? Oh, man, that's a good question. Well, first, I want to speak to something that you said first. Um, you, uh, I want to speak to the, the feelings of guilt for pulling back and taking a break and, and all of those things. Um, like even God rested. You know what I mean? So like the people taking rests are, are necessary. Pastors take sabbaticals. Um, athletes have an off season. Like all of that is, is legitimate and real. And like, bro, you're, you're one person. You know what I mean? And so like, you, you because it's very easy to feel like excuse me because it's very easy to feel like we're alone in this right um and because a lot of times because like what 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 we do as like activists and things like that it's this thing of it's always a thing of like contention with other people you know what I mean? It's contention with other people. It's contention with laws. It's contention with policies. It's contention with um, mindsets. It's contention with organizations. It's contention with all of these things, right? And so, like, that's stress. That's you got to be able to take a break. You're one person. You, you, no one person is going to destroy that. You know what I mean? And take that down. 
Um, and so, like, and uh, if you try to if you if you try to operate and try to do those things, uh, and you're trying to do those things while you're not healthy, um, you're gonna do more harm than good to yourself and to others that might even be on the on the front lines with you. So don't feel bad about taking your breaks. Don't feel bad about pulling back. Don't feel bad about, um, you know, not looking at trauma. Like, you know what I mean? Like traumatic things. You're black and you've been black for a very long time. You know what the hell is going on. Like, <laughs> you don't see an article and be like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this happened. No, it's like, so you know what's happening. So it's not something that you got to seek out. You know what Facts. I mean? And mm -hmm. so like you speaking about police brutality is not, it, it's not like a thing of like, oh, let me see what's going on so I can speak about police brutality. No, nigga, we know that there's, it, there's black people and there's police. There's shit happening. You know what I mean? Like that's just, that's just what happens, you know? So I don't mean to yell at you, bro. Uh, I'm no, no saying, you're good. You're good. Yeah, you're good, dog. I just you're want good. you to you're know, good. I just want you to know, like, don't feel don't feel bad for pulling back. Now, going and answering your question, how do I keep going? How do I, you know, just in spite of all of this, how do I keep doing this? Um, I, I, I have an amazing wife who um, is in this with me, who uh, champions me, who... Uh, supports me who um you know and so like that for sure i would I, I would be in jail probably right now if it wasn't for her like i would have you know i'm a big guy bro i would i would have hurt some some people so um uh, or, uh, look man i got i got to ask what that means because a lot of people look a lot cuz okay so i'm 63 right yeah it doesn't look like that on camera uh -huh. it just does it um yeah. So for all I know, brother, you could be four foot eleven. I don't I am know. Six, so I'm six two. I am six two, and <laughs> I am three hundred and forty pounds. So oh yeah, I'm, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm you a, linebacker yeah. built. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Varsity. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I yeah. got you. So, I'm yeah. picking up what you're putting down, black man. Yes. <laughs> so no, so yeah, so. I, so I say all that to say, like, nah, bro. Um, the, but, but yeah, my wife, my wife is, my wife has been, you know, been a great, uh, great support. Um, and then, um, my, I have a great community of people. I have great friends. Um, and, uh, I don't focus so much on the grand scheme of things. Um, like I know there's this, there's this giant monster of white supremacy, right. That exists in America. There's this giant monster of, you know, of evil white evangelicalism that's happening. Right. It's there. And, and yes, I recognize it. And yes, that's my op. Yes, you know, I will fight you. Um, but counting individual victories is what keeps me going, right? So 
um, it's like this message, right? Of I, I was I was sitting in it. I was sitting in this uh, sermon one time, and uh, there was this preacher, and he was using this example of I don't know if you've heard this, but like the crazy. He was like, "This is crazy man on the beach," and um, he's throwing starfish back into the ocean, and um, every time the waves crash uh, back onto the sand, more and more starfish keep landing on the beach. And there, uh, and then so people are telling this crazy man, hey, stop throwing the starfish back into the water. You're not making a difference. They're going to just keep coming back. This problem is just going to keep happening. He keeps picking up starfish. He keeps looking them in the eye throws it back in the water and says it matters to this one, picks up another one. It mattered for mm. that one. It mattered for that one. So for me understanding that one, um, being humbled and humble enough to understand I am one person, right? That you being realistic and understanding that I'm probably not going to change the world. Right. Um, Cause that's another thing that a white evangelicalism a lie that white evangelicalism tells people you're going to change the world. You're, you're going to do. And that's, and it's like these love bombing situations that they give people to keep them bound to what they're doing. Let's be realistic. You're not going to change the world, but you do have a, a, a great chance and potential to impact people positively. Right. The people in your immediate circle, the people that you do life with, the people that uh, you come across, right? Uh, So focusing on those things is what keeps me going. And so I had to shift my perspective because I I can continue to look at this giant monster that is called white supremacy. I can look at this giant monster called racism. I can look at this giant monster called, you know, white evangelicalism. I can look at this giant monster called American Christianity. Right. And and I look at that and then I look at me and I see, man, I can't. uh, I can't beat this. Right. But. I I can I can make small strides, I can. And and even though and those things might not be strong, small strides, you never know what will happen. You never know what it will lead to. You know what I mean? Um. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but that's, that's what keeps me going, man, is, is looking at the victories of the people around me and and looking at, and looking at those things. And so, um, yeah. Um, and every once in a while I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get my perspective fixed because it's very easy to slip back into feeling like, uh, dang, um, Am I am I making a difference? Am I you know what I mean? Like it is what it is. Like even with this song, hey, like I don't know what it's going to do. I don't know who is I don't know if it's gonna like it's just it's a song, you know what I mean? I don't know what it's gonna do. Now it might do amazing things and everything like that, and that and that's cool, but it's 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 it uh I find the victories in the people who text me back and say, I'm in tears. Because I felt alone and didn't feel like anyone understood where I'm currently at. That's a victory. You know what I mean? Um, 
that's a that's an individual impact. That's somebody whose life probably has changed now because of that moment. You know what I mean? And so like focus in on those things, man. Don't don't get so caught up in this this giant monster, this giant thing that we that we see because that that's always going to be there. You know, sin is always going to be there. As long as there's sin, there's going to be racism. As long as there's sin, there's going to be ignorance. As long as there's sin, that's not leaving. You know, until Jesus returns and we're all in heaven, that thing is not going away. And if it's not that, it's going to be something else. Right. So. Focus on what what are these what are these individual impacts? Doesn't mean we don't speak on issues. Doesn't mean we but we speak on issues not necessarily because we think this thing is going to go away. But we speak on these issues because of the people who are willing to listen, who are willing to change, the people who are willing to try to 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 do something different. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Gotcha, gotcha. Um. <clears throat> There was something that you said earlier, and I don't think people really realize how important this is. Um, you spoke on your, you know what? Well, let's get in our feelings a little bit. Why the hell not? Um, you brought up your wife earlier, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think people get the gravity of what it means, especially when we're talking about, like, you know, specifically when we're talking amongst black men, the importance of an environment of love being a step, a doctrine of love, a special type of love that a black man in the society um, needs to, especially when you're under attack all the time, not only as your blackness, but your livelihood, your sanity, all these things. Um, talk a little bit, talk to me a little bit about what that security does for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. What does it mean? Like what you have your, I mean, I also, I don't know what your wife looks like, but, I'm talking yeah. about just for you specifically, but what do you, what does that mean for you as a black man to have? I'll call it if you know this song by um, No Big Deal, your that suicide net. Um, yeah, talk to me about the importance of that as a black man in the society. What kind of special love um, does this black man, Jake Crumb, need, and how does that sustain yeah. him? Man, well, it's it's uh, it's been it's it's incredible. Um, I, 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 and I think also, and this is, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to be too much like, uh, I'm not going to get too much on my Umar. Right. But, oh no, um, just take, no just I take got a black, time, I got a, I got a black queen, you know, and, um, uh, that, and so when dealing with things like this, right when dealing with things like this, that perspective and that um, experience is extremely important. Um, when calling out, because because there's just a level of, like, she understands. She's, she, she, she lives it every single day. You know what I mean? And so having that there is, she's just, she, she's she fights with me man um and so uh like and, and but then she's also like my peace too you know what i mean um 
where because I'll tell you, bro, like even this even this morning, um, even this morning, I had I had uh I had a different video recorded uh in response to the guy who defended um the pastor doing back blackface, right? I had a whole very uh ungodly video uh <laughs> and I have a couple of those. They're yeah. my drafts. I yeah, hope yeah, somebody yeah. hacks. If somebody hacks my TikTok, boy, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, come back. Yes, right. <laughs> but knowing, yeah, but knowing, knowing her, and 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 um, and knowing that she's fighting the same fight, and she can see, okay, if you say it in the way that you want to say this, right, is this going to help or hurt uh, your witness? Mm. Right, and so, mm. um, so some days it's her literally grabbing my face, looking in my eyes, and being like, "Crumb, uh, not that way." You know what I mean? Um, and uh, she just has this um, I don't know, man. It's just this thing where you don't have like, like I don't have to be tough all the time, and that, and that's, that's so important as a black man, like to not have to be tough all the time. You know? Wow. Mm. Like, I don't have to be this, like, cause, cause everything that you know when we were growing up, everything was about you got to be a real nigga. You gotta, you know, you you tough. You don't, you don't, you don't cry. You don't talk about your feelings. You don't. You don't get you don't get to do none of that. You know what I mean? Um, but with her, you know, with with having with having this black woman on my side, it's this thing where like this is where I can go and not have to be tough. This is where I can go and and I can be vulnerable. This is where I can go and not be um, you know, uh like this strong man all the time. I don't have to, I don't have to be that. I can be myself, you know, and uh, that's important, man. You got to like, you know, if you're looking for something like that, like, you know, you want to find someone who, who, who you can, who you can, um, you can be vulnerable around and they don't, and they don't use it against you. Right. And they don't um, weaponize that. Um, Cause there's some, there's some out there that do. Right. But find someone who, who doesn't weaponize your vulnerabilities. And, and so, um, and, and so, and when you're, when you have a place that you can retreat and not be so tough, uh, it makes you be able to be more, so much more bold uh, when the time calls for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, you're um, not, you're not tired out. Ab absolutely. Um, there's this thing I came up with um, in as far as like work I do when we're talking about mental health and just I base it off of Book of Ecclesiastes. Um, there's a time for love and there's a time for war. Um, what you spoke on when you talk about your wife and it's beautiful how you put this is if she's like a sanctuary in a sense. Um, mm -hmm. You spoke on and what I call it is being um, okay in your brokenness, but I put it just like I put it like just like this where okay is in the middle of broke like yes you are broken yeah. yes but you can sustain okay in that and i think that yeah. that needs to be 
more normalized because you there is I especially for us being disciples, brother. Um, you stand the tallest when you fall to your knees and surrender that this is not your fight you have to fight. Um, you you are the strongest when you when you remind yourself this is not my weight to carry, or better yet, this is not my weight to carry by myself. Um, when you have uh, um this analogy I love to use. Um, when you are pushing this weight, you have somebody that's spotting you, whether it's mm -hmm. on a horizontal level or you have somebody that's spotting you as in your heavenly father above you. It There is liberation in that, especially when we're talking about us as black men, because it's bad enough that, as you said, you got to be a real nigga at home. You got to be a real nigga in the streets. You got to be a real nigga in the school systems. But then you have these other things that are fighting for your attention and your identity. Um you need to just be able to have that person or that space, um, that soundboard that says, hey, um, it is okay to be broken. It is okay to have broken, be okay in your brokenness. Um, that's beautiful, dog. That really, really is, for sure, for sure. You, you, caught, me in, you caught me in the middle of my bite. Hold on. My bad, dog. You good. You good. I mean, you know what? It was going a little too smooth, so we had to throw a little bit of awkward in there, like hot right, sauce. Right, right, you know right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's funny, dog. Um, and the, this is a question <laughs> I like to this is a question I like to ask um my brothers, um, my kinfolk in king um in divinity I have with um Talk to me about this. Something I always have to remember for myself, as far as a chronological order I set for myself, as as a disciple of Christ, also being a black man in the society. Um, what does and it's the chronological order I put it in. It's being a Christian first and a black man second. What does that mean to you? Being a Christian first and a black man second. Yes, sir. That's a that's a loaded question, man. Um, it's personal for everybody, but it, it's interesting to hear other people's perspectives. So that's why I figured I'd ask you. Like, how do how do I feel about this the sentiment? Do I how do I? Is what is that? that? The one one. How do you feel about it? Because it's very easy for us to turn our skin tone into an idol. But yeah. what does that look like for you? I would say. Like, how would you like describe that to somebody else? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't think, I don't think I necessarily look at them as like, as odds with each other. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't, I don't ever, I don't, I don't feel the need to make that distinction because I feel like when I when I when I need to make that distinction, I am trying to make things more comfortable for white people. Whew. So mm. interesting. I don't even yeah. So I don't even uh this is like it's like an accommodation, like, hey, let's level level this out. You uh white people don't ever say, Hey, I'm a Christian first and a white person second. Facts. I think so, for me though. I think for me, though, is like how I describe this to people is something can come against my blackness, but I have to remember I'm a Christian first, meaning like I have to I this is for me. I'm not going to go around. Hey, hi. Hey, uh, Cody. Guess what? I I know I'm black, but I'm a Christian first. That's not something that I need to say to make like 
myself feel more palatable to white people. But for myself, like something can come against my blackness or something can happen to um, people that look like us. But I have to give hold me, myself. Uh, give me, give me like, an example. Okay. So like, say if like somebody decides to call me the N word with a hard R, you know what I'm saying? I, in my, in my, in my flesh, I will say this. I, in my flesh will be like, you know what? I could rinse this nigga like dirty dishes. Or I could let somebody know that's not going to fly with me. I don't rock with that at all. And I don't have to assert myself in a way that I'll give you what you think you deserve. I know who I serve and how, and how I carry myself is even outside of my skin tone. Because black does not come with a morality clause. Black does not come with a um, does not come with a moral compass. It doesn't come with direction. Um, as you can see with Candace Owens, uh, it's very easy to have anti-blackness and still look like black. You know what I'm saying? So I try not to I try not to allow this to be a compass for me. Um, this is the this is the this is the mold that God put me in, and I love it, and I'm unapologetic with it. I just don't like to be put in a box. I don't want right. anybody to tell me how I'm supposed to carry myself as a black man because I know who I'm called to be at the end of the day and who I belong to. I don't belong to anybody on a horizontal level, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, yeah, that makes sense to me. I, so, so that, yeah, so I guess hearing that example... Yeah, I, I still I, I guess I still feel the same about it though. Like um like those aren't at odds with each other to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like um like one is my faith and one is my like one is just my you know, I, I mean I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, those rumor aren't... has it. Yeah, rumor has you know, it. You know, but it, 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 regardless of you know, it's not something I just take off. You know what Facts. I mean? Like, and it's so like, and it's not something, and because it's not something I, I I just take off, it's not exclusive. My decisions, my choices, what I believe, how I move. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Those things aren't. Uh, those things aren't taken off either. You know, like the like those those things aren't um exclusive to being black either. You know what I mean? So like I black is who I am. It's not, it's not a result of, you know, because I'm black, I vote this way. Because I'm black, I act this way. Because I'm black, I'm like, nah, like I'm I am black. You know what and I, I mean? That's, that's like what I, that's like mm -hmm. me saying, yeah, that's like me saying, um, um I'm a I'm a Christian first and a man second. That 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 sounds weird. <laughs> it's weird. For, it's it's for me though. Like I like yeah, for instance, no like, no. I, and I hear what you're saying. I I'm just saying for me like for for that's that's how I like when I hear it. I'm like yeah yeah yeah. Those aren't the um those aren't mutually exclusive. A, those aren't mutually exclusive, and that's not. Uh, that's probably not a statement that I would I would say, um, because it's it's like, um, and I would have to look at the the you know the reason reason for that. But I I, I think it's a I I think I, that phrase to me, and I I don't know where it came from, right? 
that this is a me thing. Like I said, nobody yeah, like, but spoke I've this heard, but I've, I've heard people other than you say that though. Mm. You know what I mean? So like I I've heard like I've heard that for a long like I've heard that for a while. I've heard a lot of people say that phrase in particular. And so when I hear that, it's it's always this thing of it always makes me feel like um um this thing of like I I I must I must like like blackness is a thing I must submit like it it's it's a very interesting thing to me you know um because like or better yet it sounds like what you're saying is you probably heard this from our white counterparts like hey remember no it, you it, are it, Christian. It's, you it's like it's like a black person relating to white people mm. to me you know um it's, I don't know. I find it interesting because it's like this thing of um, what what I really feel like is being said when someone says like I am not uh, I I am a Christian first and and a black person or I'm black second. Um, what I really hear saying is like um, I I I should when. Um, I am being dehumanized. Mm-hmm. I should choose love. Mm. That's kind of what I hear is being said. But I don't like the way that it's it's phrased because it's this thing of like, it's another thing for me, at least how I see it, of where I am just, again, submitting my blackness to, uh, 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 to whatever... Keep it, look, uh, brother. Keep, uh, keep it to me straight. We, yeah, we we whatever, talk. We talk whatever, like yeah. It's we like talk like family around here. You're yeah, good. Yeah, it's just You're me good. again submitting my blackness again to uh, white evangelicalism to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that that phrase doesn't like. Th- there's no way some that type of if 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 our culture hadn't been shaped in the way that it was, there's no reason. There's no way that phrase would exist. Absolutely. I think for me, though, like I said, this is strictly for me um, because I've seen where just in like in my encounters with people, um, I tell people and I tell myself I'm a Christian first and a black man second, meaning like I've been black my whole life. Yes, I haven't been Christian my whole life. I haven't had this moral compass my whole life. Um this is what I, how I operate off of. I don't think that it's um I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. I just know which one gives me direction. But yeah, okay. there's another one that there's another one that allows me to operate in spaces. And then another caveat to that when especially when I'm dealing in like white evangelical spaces, when we're talking about like social justice and stuff like that, they're like they'll ask me to themselves. They're like, "Well, you know you're supposed to die daily to yourself as we being crucified with Christ. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I say this to people and I quote, I said, especially to our white counterparts, I'm like, if I have to die to my blackness, okay. If I have to die to my blackness, which I don't think I have to, um, no. is it okay. okay for you? To, is it okay for me to ask you white person to yeah. die to your whiteness? Uh huh. And then that <laughs> is always caught with much more abrasion because one doesn't absorb one is just existing. My blackness does not feed off of somebody else. Yeah. It doesn't well, absolve and 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 
rinse people for who they are to sustain itself, whiteness itself does. Um, I hear you. So here's why. Here's why I hate the statement, bro. Okay, now, you're I fine. Hate, you hate. I hate the statement. Yeah. <laughs> All good. All good. Because is- because because it is this thing where it, it creates this fork in the road, where it, uh, it creates this fork in the road where something happens, and now I got to choose. Um, am I going to be uh, a Christian or I'm going to be black? Mm. Right. And it puts, it, it's just another negative connotation on what blackness is. Right. Wow. Those things aren't, those things are not, it's not, not one. There's not one that's good. Like, like blackness isn't the bad version. You know what I mean? It's not, we, it is, it is spirit and it is flesh. Mm-hmm. We got to stop framing. You're saying stop calling blackness flesh, essentially. Yes, yes. Stop framing mm. it in the way of of me of me being me choosing blackness as it being flesh. Stop. We got to stop doing that. Because uh, mm. because because we are not saying because the, the we're no one's saying I am a Christian first and white second. Why? Because there's white superiority in this country, right? Ooh. Well, not even this country, but in in this world, right? That's that's not a thing, and so it's still a thing within our minds, right? Mm. And that's why I want this to be broken. Like it, I'm talking, we just we family right now. No, no, we so like, we good. I'm talking we to you good. Like, like yeah, we got you got to break because that's I, I believe right that that's still a a thing within your mind of like uh, those things are are there's still a piece of that that's like those things are opposite things. No. That's not even a biblical thing, bro. There's spirit and there's flesh. Whew. Blackness is not flesh. Mm. You know, that's a that's gotcha. just a whole different thing. So, like, no, I I I I I choose it's spirit and flesh, right? So, when I'm faced with a decision, it's not it's it's either I'm going to respond biblically, I'm going to respond out of my spirit. Or I'm going to respond out of my flesh. That's the fork in the road, not mm. Christian blackness, right? Mm. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching. I don't want to hear that no more. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? And you know what? I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Pub- yeah. I'll say this publicly, honestly. Um, I think because of like, and I think, and we talk about this a lot. There's a lot of anti-blackness we have to die to daily. Yeah. That's something that could have been under the radar that people didn't Absolutely. check because they didn't see a problem with. So yeah. I, pre- I I say this publicly because nobody has ever said that to me before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they never said it like that. Like, and some people there say, like, are you demonizing being black? No, I just yeah. know that black does not come with a morality clause. That's it. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> but, mm, wow. Yeah. That, thank you for that, brother. Like, no, seriously. No, like, you know, this could, this could have gotten, like, really awkward. But, like. <laughs> no, no. no but, it, <laughs> but that. But, I think, but, I but think seri- because, because you and me talk on a regular basis. That like mm-hmm. we can talk, so we can talk like this. You know what I mean? Like we Absolutely. have, a, we have a relationship. No, no, no. You're you know, you're so. good. You're good, man. Yeah. You're good, man. And I and I say that because like in this in this um season of deconstructing, there's some things that it's so easy to be glossed over 
when we're talking about sustaining our blackness, that yeah. it's very easy, especially when we've operated in white evangelical spaces for so long, that for one second, if you equate your blackness to flesh, that's still white supremacy still residing within you and your spirit yeah. cannot flourish from that. So thank you, my mm -hmm. brother. I'm serious. Like, thank you for that, dog. For real. No, absolutely, bro. Not... Like, we are... This is the thing of me. That's what I what I was talking about, like decolonizing my my uh, faith is like learning that. Um, this is why I, I think this is one of the things why I'm I'm grateful for the time I spent. Um, not not grateful for like the trauma and everything like that, but I'm grateful that God made it clear as day to me. In some of these things, like I didn't, there wasn't, like I said, when I said there wasn't any microaggressions, I literally was told, hey, stop being so black in church. Right. So being literally told, stop being so black, I can see I, now, now I don't have to, you, I don't have to draw parallels. I don't have to do nothing like that. I know exactly what you mean when someone says, hey, uh, um, I'm a Christian first and, 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 uh, uh, you know, I'm black, I'm black second. And not just, like I said, I heard that for years, bro. So you're not the first person I've heard say that. Um, now I know what people are talking about because it's, the, it's, uh, it's the uh, subtleties. White, white, yeah. It's the subtleties. It's the subtleties. White, white, mm -hmm. white, yeah. The, uh, American Christianity has made it to where anything black was looked at as it was primitive, as mm. it was um, not as polished, as it was not as intellectual, as it's as angry, um, violent, um, um, you know, um, abrasive, loud. Like that's what they've. That's what, so, and all just all all of those things being associated with. Uh, evil things. And so we, we don't even realize how that's been ingrained in us, right? Of like, so then when we, so when we're, we're being disrespected, it's like, now we equate, okay, either I'm going to, either now I'm going to be a Christian or now I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta hold it down and be a, you know, be, be a black man. You know, it's, it's this thing of, because of the microaggressions and things that we've, that that's kind of been ingrained in us. It shows us that, Oh no, that these things are, are, you know, blackness is bad. You know what I mean? They keep saying it Casper and Crub collapse. <laughs> that is but, my, okay. So yeah. hold on real quick. So this is my social media manager. Um, yeah. and my social media manager has, I grew up with this girl essentially. Like I, we used to take baths together. Like we grew up together. So she has uh -huh. access to my iMessage, my Telegram, my Discord, all that. I pay her mm -hmm. handsomely. So evidently, she texted people through my phone, and they've been over here <laughs> dropping these mother. Mm. Yo, the disrespect. I put her in timeout at one point, but she's infected. The the folks, the good folks. Mm -hmm. So my bad, brother. I no. Continue what you were saying. No, like, I'm the one that said. I'm the one. I'm the one that told you you gotta come out of retirement. I, um, I the, uh, my, the pen is dusty. The pen is dusty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. My goodness. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so it's so it's this thing, bro. Where I would I I would say, yeah. Those 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 two things. I'm glad you asked me this because I I don't think those two things those things aren't aren't at odds with each other. Those aren't those aren't even comparable. Um, like I said, it's spirit and flesh, not Christian and black. So. Gotcha. Well, thank you. Once again, I'm gonna say this again, and I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make it like a because I know I've talked on this sentiment on um like my platforms before i don't think i've had um somebody biblically be able to like sit there and break down the exegy with me and like uh-huh. let me know hey bro you don't gotta be like that dog everybody's yeah. just like especially like especially like our brothers and sisters that aren't in the faith they're like nigga you cooning i'm like no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so i'll be sure to be and i'll even find that tiktok in itself and be like hey guys um I have sought out the error in my ways, just putting myself in spaces where I could be taught and listened to, and they mm-hmm. applied it in a way that I probably would have been more susceptible to hearing it, but still the truth nonetheless. So thank you, my brother. Seriously, no, I'll be course, sure man. to I'll, I'll be sure to um decolonize that out of my my um dialect. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I man. I got you. I got you. This man. Molly, you late as hell. You late like a black man at a custody meeting. My goodness, like, <laughs> Molly, what's going on? That you know that this is a small like that's such a small world, man. Because Ma, I used to, um, I used to work with Molly. You told me that last time yeah. we was on here. He's the second black man I know from um, Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, um, I'm supposed to be having him on here because he's doing some new things with his collection and everything like that. But yeah, dog, um. That's, is that what did your wife cook you? That's gotta be fire, bro. You've been taking your time. Bro, she on made me, man, she made man. Hold on, man. She made like <laughs> cabbage and uh a baked potato, and she made uh some pork chops and stuff, bro. Come on, man. Man, make nigga want to get married or something like that, bro. <laughs> like <I'm> just... <laughs> I mean, I mean you should, man. Don't rush it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, and I'm not rushing. Yeah. It. We dial up. We dial up over here. You know what I'm saying? We don't do. Yeah. We don't got. We don't got 5G internet. We dial up, and Auntie on the phone slowing the internet down. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah but yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, what she? Hey, chill out. Y'all be good in this comment section. My goodness. Um, I feel like the idea of black us something we have like everything we do made it our own. Hmm. Interesting. What are your thoughts on that? So the idea of black, someone we have, like everything we do, and we made it our own. Um, well, I think I think uh I think definitely in black in America, I mean we we definitely we had to make it our own. We we were stripped from our history. So, you know, we don't we don't know we don't we don't know our history. We 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 don't know who our you know, and you know, ancestors are before Africa. You know what I mean? Or are before slavery? I'm sorry. So, yeah, we we've had to create our own culture, you know, um, and we've had to you know figure that out. So I think absolutely, um, he's 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 spot on. Yeah, that's um that's brother Howard. I met him through the Savage Truth community. He's one of um uh, I'll call him one of uh. One of uh Pastor Roy's followings. You gotta get plugged. Mm-hmm. I'll plug you in as Pastor Roy. He's a he's yeah. a dope, dope dude for sure. Because because honestly, sure. without without the without if there was no you know slave uh what was that the the uh the slave trade, right? Um 
we would be able to be identified by our ethnicity, mm. right? So I could, I'm like, no, I'm not black. I'm Ghanaian, you know, like I'm Ethiopian. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I'm Kenyan. I'm, you, we would be able to say that. I, I don't know what I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't get to, we don't have that, you know? So black and, and all that stuff like that, that, that came, that came later. Like white isn't a ethnicity white is a uh is a race you know so like prior to that you could you could say um you could say you know uh and and, and i think some of them do because they, they're able to trade they're actually able to trace their history so no oh, i'm italian and i'm french and i'm all that like we don't we don't really have all that you know so um so yeah yeah, that's um it's it's this other thing I always tell people. It's um I related to the the you know, the Garden of Eden when the serpent had to be introduced and be like, "Hey, y'all niggas naked." And like yeah. God never told us we were naked. You know what I'm saying? That's right. why the first thing he said was like, "Who told y'all y'all was naked?" So it's like I this is kind of weird and semi controversial. Um black wouldn't exist without white. Uh-huh. In itself, you know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't until white had to be inserted in a sense of superiority that black wouldn't have been brought up because of its their mindset of being that it is inferiority. So that's why I always tell people, I'm like, I'm not black to your standard, personally, because the origins of that, we would have to point out and let people know, like, look, um, one of these things is not like the other, and one of these things would not be a thing if it wasn't for this other thing. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's interesting, very yeah. very interesting. I found out I'm Nigerian apparently. Um, hey. I'm I'm still I'm still tracing my ADOS origins. Um, trying to figure out who needs to um run me they money. You know what I'm saying? Georgetown might be cutting us a check. By the way, we'll talk about that offline. Um, okay. But yeah, amongst <laughs> amongst other things. But yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this is, um, this has been good. So I think I, what I'm going to do just towards the end to like close out, um, and I'm going to allow everybody to kind of do so, um, questions. I'm going to do a little, we'll do yeah, a do little, a uh, we'll do a little Q and a at the end. We'll have people, cool. if they have it, anybody that's watching right now. Um, if you have any questions for Crumb, um, you know what I'm saying? You could title it. You could start the question, the, the comment off with question in all caps. You know what I'm saying? So boom, 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 boom. Question, all caps, and then state your question. Um, and then ask Crumb any questions. If you have any questions for myself, um, please drop them in the comment section. I'm just going to keep kind of talking to my brother um, as we close out and everything like that. But yeah. Uh, before yeah, I'll answer whatever questions, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying. So yeah, so you said God, you said God, what you said, Godian, or I, or and you said Ethiopian, correct? Oh no, I was saying I don't know. I haven't done the twenty. Oh, so you were just picking trials. I was just, you was just, yeah, <laughs> yo, no, I was just saying. I was just using examples of like gotcha of like uh what it would look like that, if you know that should be another thing that's free. So if we talk about reparations, why do I gotta pay to find out where y'all niggas stole me? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my goodness. 
Um, for sure, for sure. Anybody got any questions? Feel free to drop them in the um the comment section, which y'all might have for um Mr. I'm not gonna drop your government, but uh what what um Sir Crumb, Professor Crumb might have for us, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Uh, well, I, I didn't want to say crumps because then it sounds too close to well, Eddie Murphy that, movie. Yeah, you no problem, no problem, dog. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> he said, because that's not my name, and don't right. make me don't make me uh pull your baby hairs and not in the name yeah. of Jesus. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so one thing I will ask you before everybody else's questions pile in is what is next for you as far as like things that you have, um, in store as Jay Crumb, the artist connoisseur, the Renaissance man that you are today, sir. Yeah. So, um, you know, we just did the course. Uh, so been focusing a lot on the students and that, uh, opening up a, a coaching program there for uh, people who are uh, either have been in the course or kind of want to bypass that and just go straight to coaching. We'll be doing that as well for independent artists. Um, I I mean, I'm dropping a lot of music. Um, uh, got an album here that's going to be dropping probably the probably the uh, the front of next year because dropping anything after October isn't really smart. So um, cause everybody's talking about everybody thinking about Christmas and stuff. So I'll probably drop, uh, first quarter of next year, uh, with the album. Um, let's see. Uh, I got a festival I'm playing later this month, uh, called Lincoln Calling. Um, and then we got some stuff coming from Streetlight. Uh, so like, uh, Cine, Cine has a project that he's dropping, uh, front of October. So, yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on. Okay, that's what you said. A festival. What What are you gonna be doing at this here? Fe- you You gonna be performing? Um, are we gonna get alt? Are we gonna get alternative crumb? Or are we gonna get orange beanie crumb? Because we haven't seen orange beanie crumb in a minute. You know what I'm saying? We got. I think that's. Well, super- I, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like this next one is definitely an orange beanie crumb track. I feel like clarity is definitely an orange beanie crumb. Um, uh, but, uh, my perform, like my live performance is like a blend. Cause I have a live band that, that does it with me. So it, it's rapping and, but you know, we got guitars and, uh, bass and keys and drums and all of that. It's a whole experience, man. So, um, so yeah. Gotcha. Um, just for, you know, just for um, fun purposes, because we talked a little bit about this before we got started. Why does every black man need an orange beanie? Because people don't understand when I tell them. I'm like, yo, that orange beanie hit different. I need it's you to explain different. to it's, me. It's the, it just, I don't, it just pop off. It like, it just pops the skin. Like, I don't know, man. It's just the, it's just the, the like, the melanin, man. The orange with the melanin is just, it's vibrant, man. It, it, it makes it come out more. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just a little, not all orange, just the beanie, maybe some just kicks or something. Yeah, yeah. Just it, it, just, it helps it helps like offset the uh outfit just 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 well enough. Like like nothing else in the outfit has to be orange, but that that orange beanie just like it works. So yeah, you gotta have one. Everybody gotta have one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this meme a couple of years ago. It was like um it was like all great rappers have orange beaties. It was like Andre 3000, Kendrick, Tyler the Creator, and it was like 
I forgot what it was from, like the rapping dog from like maybe like a Nickelodeon or like Cartoon Network show or something like that. And I was just like, makes sense. Getting an orange beanie, might as well. Like, was it was it not? was it the paw rapper the panda rap? Uh, yeah, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. A rapper, the rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Uh, I I be telling people that all the time. I'm like, yeah, that orange beanie. It's like, it's like, it's like Sperry's to white boys. Essentially, it's <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> Sperry's or. Yeah, it's 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 That's Uggs hilarious. to white girl. It's Uggs to white girls. Sparrys to white boys. Like pumpkin, and it's, yeah, pumpkin spice. It's a pumpkin spice latte. It's an aesthetic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. 